This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. As you heard in Maria's News, the first phase of the new Air Passengers Bill of Rights takes effect today, and it will require airlines to compensate passengers up to $2,400 if they're bumped and $2,100 if their luggage is lost. It also mandates clear communication to passengers about their rights, and it tells them they must provide timely updates for delays and cancellations. Uh, That's a pretty good one if you've ever been stuck in an airport with no idea what was happening. So, um, sounds like a lot of good things in this bill. However, passenger protection advocate Gabor Lukash is not excited. I'm profoundly disappointed by the government's uh, new rate rules because they reduce the protection afforded to Canadian travelers in a number of ways. When we talk about compensation, the amounts are quite bombastic and generous, but the government doesn't talk about the fine print, the exceptions. The conditions are phrased in such a stringent way that it is impossible to meet the conditions of eligibility to compensation. So in practice, passengers will not get a dime. Okay, well, right now let's go to John McKenna. He's the president and CEO of the Air Transport Association of Canada. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. So it looks like uh, this is a bit of a balance act. The airline industry says it, it goes too far. Consumer advocates say not far enough. What's your take? Well, there are some good things in this legislation for sure. I think it's important that uh, the that passengers know what's what they're entitled to and how to how to access it. In the past, each company had to table its own tariffs, in other words, its own set of rules on how they would compensate people in given circumstances, but they were different for every airline. But that was the law. Uh, now the law is different, and we don't disagree with the principles of law. Where we have issues are a number of things. So the foremost is that the government's is rush, the government's rushing to push this through because of an electoral agenda. There are many things that need to be worked out yet, sorted out yet, and that's not being done, and it's going to lead to problems along, down the line. Uh, such as? Well, I mean, normally the government would give carriers, whenever there's a change in regulation, for example, they're changing flight and duty times. They've given us two years to adapt to this, you know, software, training, and so on, getting the proper personnel in place. And in the case of this, which is much more wide-ranging, they've given us, they've given us two months and it, this can't be done properly. So that's why what the government you, decided to have fl- a phase two at one point. What What do you mean flight duty um, regulations? Give well, the government just changed the number of hours a pilot could okay. fly you know, in a day. So that changes the whole dynamics of how you run an airline when suddenly you have each pilot flies you know, a few hours. So that, that, that requires a whole reorganization of how you work, you know, and how you you know how you set you how you match planes to pilots and for so many hours, so that was a big debate that we has going on for years, and that government just finally finished that last year, but then again, they pushed that through also, and now we're sort of, we're finding all kinds of issues that just don't 
work because they weren't properly worked out before the the regulation changed. And this is what we're seeing here again with passenger rights. The, the, the intent of it is good. Nobody disagrees with that. Uh, they're ramming it down because they feel that they feel pressured for an, ag- an election agenda. And we're saying, guys, you got to let us give us a chance to work out the details and the court and the kinks of this before you implement it. And that's not what happened. I'll give you another example. They legalized marijuana and said, well, you deal with it. So we had to come up with regulations and adapt it. And, you know, they did. They did recently after a year of us pressuring them to say, guys, you just can't, you know, shovel this in our backyard and say, you deal with it. So it's the same thing here. They are, they, they have a set of regulations. It's important, but, and it's important that it be done right because we're going to be living with these regulations for a long time. So why rush them through? So uh, what are you saying? Uh, have, uh, you know, what was their response to you on that? No, they're not listening to that part. They're not interested in that. They just want to, they just want to check off that box and push it through. So we're working, we're working with government to be compliant within the timelines that we've been given. We're, we're just saying that's short, and that's why IATA went to court on this. They're saying they asked for, they went to the court, uh, petitioned the court to suspend these rules because many things had not been worked out clearly. What falls clearly in the responsibility of the airlines as compared to other actors in, in aviation, like controllers, ground crew people, airports, a lot of these things need to be worked out and not rushed through. And that's our complaint. Also, people feel that this is not going to have an impact on the cost of flying in Canada, which is totally ridiculous. Uh, In Europe, cost of compensating passengers is now the second or the third highest expenditure for any airline. And if you think that doesn't have an impact on prices, well, you're living in some, I don't know where, where you're living, but it's, it's unreasonable to think that. Uh, so, our, uh, our consumer advocate, Gabor Lukash, said if you read the fine print, it's actually going to be very difficult for anyone to collect that money. Well, I don't want to comment on Mr. what Mr. Lukash has said. He's been advocating for years, and I don't think anything airlines or government can do will satisfy him. So the government has to find a fine line between what the consumer needs and what is actually can be done properly by the airlines and and manageable. So I'm not too concerned about his comments. Okay. John McKenna, President and CEO of the Air Transport Association of Canada, thanks so much for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, and I'd like to give the numbers out again. I'd like to hear from you about your experiences traveling this summer. Uh, this is turning out to be a really peak summer. So uh, I would imagine that there might be some things that are going a bit wrong at the airports. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now we are going to Ariel Roy, who is a lawyer at Flight Claim. Hello there. Hello. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, Ariel, uh do you uh, agree with Gabor Lukash, who says the fine print is so stringent that really uh, nobody is going to be able or almost no one is going to be able to actually claim the the compensation? Yeah, the conditions to get the compensation are really, really uh, slim. Uh, the air passenger uh, will have to uh, prove uh, many things to get the compensation. So uh, on that point, we agree with Mr. Uh, Okay. Okay. So, like, like what is, is so? Has this really helped in any way? 
Uh, it helps a little bit. It's uh, sure that uh, having a regulation is uh, better than having nothing. But uh, the airline uh, can uh, get any reason for the delay or, com- or your flight cancellation and do not have to uh, give you any uh, compensation. It's really hard for the passenger that don't have the information about the cancellation or the delay to say, uh, oh, what you're saying to me, it's not accurate. Uh, please uh, revise it. Uh, they can you tell you a little bit uh, everything and anything. So that's uh, the, the part that we uh, have a little bit of difficulty with the regulation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, it looks because because it's uh, it's it's limited to delays and and bumping that are quote within the airline's control. So they can sort of say, well, it really wasn't in our control. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about the compensation for lost luggage? Is that a real thing or is that, again, something we have to read the fine print on? Uh, it's, again, a, a thing that the passenger has to uh, prove uh, to get uh, compensation. It's uh, a little bit the same uh, thing that uh, we already have with the international uh, regulation, uh, the Montreal Convention. Uh, you have to prove that you have the damage uh, caused by the delay of the flight or cancellation of the flight. And then if you can prove that you had like a camera in your luggage and then they lost your luggage, uh, your camera was worth $1,000. So they have to pay you $1,000. But again, it's always at the passenger to make the procedure and to prove uh, what they have lost or what their damages is are. Uh, so what advice do you have for passengers? Do, uh, do we have to take photos of what's in our luggage before getting on a plane? Is that the, is that the thing? Yeah, you really have to know what you have in your luggage and uh, hopefully you kept your receipt of the valuable that you had in your luggage, uh, like a camera or sometimes it's just uh, um, clothing, but maybe expensive clothing. So you you really have to prove what exactly was uh, lost uh, during your flight. Uh What are your other issues with it, with this whole regulation? Uh, it's really the, the great part of the regulation, uh, the responsibility of the airline that is not clearly clearly um, point point out uh, the, the the fact that the passenger has only one year to uh, ask for a compensation when it will be uh, in uh, in effect on December 15. It's really like it's more. Uh, regulation that is really friendly with the airline because they it's it limited their responsibility instead of uh, giving more rights to the passengers okay anything else uh, we uh, encourage the people to uh, get informed they always can uh, call us uh, in, if they have any doubts uh, we offer a consultation consul- consultation by phone for free uh, no fees until you get the um, uh, compensation from a company uh, if you uh, take our services okay thank you very much Ariel Roy from Flight Claim appreciate it thank you very much have a great day you're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio heard weekdays from noon to one you're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.